This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you here to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly, like wows and joke of the day. We also have interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun, and we're glad you joined us here on the Gold Arrow Podcast. This is podcast episode six. Today, we get together with Sandwich and talk about being yourself. Did you know that the average person will have 60,000 thoughts and speak nearly 4,300 words in a day? How about you and I commit to being just 1% more positive in both our thoughts and our words? If you have more positive thoughts, just 1% more, you'll have 600 more positive thoughts every single day. And if you're having more positive thoughts, you're going to be more positive. And when you're talking to people, and you want to get 1% more positive, that's only 43 positive words a day. Let's do it. You and I can find 43 more positive words to use today. I believe in you, and you, by being more positive, are going to make the world a better place. Here on the podcast, we like to read some wows. Wows are shout-outs you might have sent in. Somebody did something awesome, you want to recognize them. As always, you could email those to wow at goldarrowcamp.com. You could uh, tag us on Instagram or on Twitter, hashtag GACWOW. Or you could do the old-fashioned way. On a wow slip, I have uh, the big bucket of wows here. I don't know if you can hear this. Listen to all the wows there. Oh, they sound so great. We're going to grab some wows out of the big bucket of wows, and away we go. All right, the first wow this week. Wow to Delta. I love you. Never change. From Yams. Our next wow. To Jackson Perkins in Cabin 15. We are so proud of you for being brave. Have a best first summer at camp from mom and dad. Jackson, welcome to the Gold Arrow family. We're excited to have you this summer. And finally, to Latte and Mocha. You guys were outstanding counselors from Saskia. And those were our wows for this week. Uh, they are getting a little thin. We need you to send us wows. Wow at Gold Arrow Camp or hashtag GAC Wow. We have some poems for you. I like poems. We, uh, we like to start off Poetry Corner with some, uh, some well-thought-out haikus. The GAC Mule. Oh, how I long to drive you. Vroom, 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 vroom. Oh, Sandwich, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I think you actually named this uh, endeavor. I think you <laughs> came up with podcast. Yeah, I saw you posted on the Facebook thing, like, we're looking for a name for our podcast. And I was like, what is associated with camp that rhymes or sounds like pod? And pog was the first thing to come to mind. I, and you know what? The, the response has been overwhelming. People love it. They think it's great. And, and I agree. I think it's it's so much better than any other joke we could have come up with because I used up uh, my one pun of the year naming Nietzsche. So once I did We're that, all out one. Exactly. I, I, get, I get one a year. 
So I never know how my sense of humor is going to go over, but I guess in this situation it worked out really it, well. It crushed in this situation. It's great. A, a graphic got made. Everything. It's it's amazing. Um. So. Not everybody listening might know you, so could you just really briefly kind of tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, how you came to be at Gold Arrow, and what you do for us at camp? Um, yeah, so I'm Sandwich. Um, this past summer was my third summer at camp. I get my name from my hometown, which is Sandwich, Massachusetts, on Cape Cod, pretty Ooh. much as far away from Gold Arrow camp as <laughs> you can get while still being in the country. Yeah, you don't need a um, visa, but other than that, long distance. Right. Yeah, it was a very, very long drive, but <laughs> totally <cool. laughs> um, So I found out about camp. I knew I was a senior at the University of Massachusetts, go Minutemen, and um, I knew I wanted to work at a summer camp after I graduated, and I had visited California just on family vacation before, and I knew I really liked it. Um, also, my obsession with the Beach Boys kind of fed into the fact that I wanted to give California a shot. Absolutely. So I Googled, Googled summer camps in California and Gold Arrow popped up. I said, oh, that sounds like a nice place. I looked at the website. I said, wow, this looks like a nice place. I want to work here, I think. So I sent my uh, resume and everything and the y'all were nice enough to let me work with you and it was the absolute like coolest thing that ever happened to me. Um, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, no, I'm like, it's it's the best job in the world all, I, all three summers. I just, absolutely agree. I think it's an amazing place to work and an amazing place to be. Yeah. Um. So on this episode, we're talking about uh, our key belief that one of the things about camp that's awesome is that camp lets you be you. Um, and I, I know that you're a really kind of unique guy. Um, you are easily the youngest Dick Van Dyke fan I know. <laughs> um, you mentioned like you, you love the Beach Boys. Like these are things that in, I think, kind of larger popular culture people would raise an eyebrow at, at the bare minimum and maybe kind of scoff at. Um, I'm either the youngest old person or the oldest young person at camp. One of those two pretty easily. <laughs> what do you think it is about camp that lets people be kind of so unique and be themselves? Um, oh, man, there's just so much. Like, it's really, I know you've probably heard this by a lot of people, and it's 100% true. Camp really isn't like other places on right. in the U.S. or on the planet, and I couldn't imagine it any other way. It's just this absolutely freeing place where everybody who works there and all the kids that are there are just so friendly, and we want not only does the staff want to make sure the kids have a really good time but the campers want to make sure that other campers younger older same age same cabin whatever it may be they really are all in it together um, they want to make sure everybody's having a really good time and I think it certainly doesn't hurt that we're at like the most beautiful location we right. could ever be in up at 7,000 feet kind of isolated from everything but still I mean there's just so much to see and experience in the area I think the kids get a lot out of that that they might not get um, if they live in the city or in a suburb or something like that. Yeah, I think you, you've hit on something there. Like, I think when you walk through the gate, it's like a, a kind of a magic thing where everybody simply agrees that we're going to be happy and we're not going to yuck somebody else's yum. Like, if that makes them happy, it doesn't hurt me. Great. Do your thing. And it's, mm -hmm. it's such a freeing thing to know, like... <clears throat> I'm 36 
and I started every session this year in a pair of gold lame pants and, and a gold lame vest. And people thought it was great. Like people cheered for it. And it mm-hmm. wasn't like a sarcastic thing. Like they were genuinely happy. Yeah. And you're right. There's no place else on the planet that like everybody, there's just this, you walk through the gate and everybody's like, all right, that's cool. Yeah. And there's I, really like, as far as like any. But he, like, you certainly know this. The way I dress at camp is not always the way I dress in the real world. Yeah. Fortunately, just super, you know, clothes don't have to match. You don't have to worry about, you know, looking like what are other people going to think, you know. Because everybody, we just think so much of each other, the campers and the yeah. staff. We're all just, we're on this adventure in the woods frolicking around together. And it's, it's just, like, right. really cool thing. Yeah, uh, this summer I uh, I had to go to Fresno to run some errands. And, you know, when you're at camp, you kind of forget that the real world is how it is. And so mm-hmm. I wore what I would wear at camp, which on this day happened to be a pair of kind of railroad striped overalls, um, a black work shirt, and a cowboy hat with a name tag and a mustache on the front of it. As you do. A- as one does at camp, because <laughs> nobody, people just go, hey, like your overalls. And you're like, hey, thanks. And I got out of the truck in Fresno and people just like kind of looked at me and I, I, it took me like three stores before I figured out, Oh, right. People here don't wear overalls and mustaches on their hats. That's not a thing that's done. And it, it's honestly kind of sad. I wish the world was actually, it's not kind of sad. It's really sad. I wish the world was more like camp. I think in a perfect world, everybody would walk out wearing pajamas all the time and jumping around and shouting cuckoo kangaroo lyrics and just going for it. Yeah, I think it's it's what I, I personally I know it's it's the reason that I fell in love with camp, and I think for a lot of campers it's the same way. Me too. Yeah, it's just you're so you feel so free, not just yeah. in terms of location being away from you know Fresno or the closest cities, but just with people that really care about how well you're doing and how well you're going to do. Yeah, they care um, about you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of. Let's transition a little real world, being true to ourselves. Maybe it's hard, especially for young people, right? There's fitting in is very important. So how do you think campers can be true to themselves once they get down from camp, once they get home from camp? Yeah, that's a really good question and one that like, is certainly always on my mind at camp and I'm sure we go over it in training for our staff and everything like just how how can we take camp into the real world and how can we encourage our campers to take camp into the real world yeah and I think it all just stems from that feeling of freedom feeling of just being with awesome people and encouraging each other you know being in a place that really supports you and again, wants you to do well. So I think just keep having, encouraging the campers to keep that attitude in mind. Mm. Um, it can be tough oh, um, yeah. at school. Like I, I work in a high school right now, and it's like you see kids trying to fit in, and you know, kids. Um, there are unfortunately mixed, mixed results. But like it's, it's. I just wish that more people would take what. Um, what we do at camp. I wish the world could come to camp and just see what yeah. we do so they could experience these things for themselves and go like, oh yeah, this would, I should totally be like this all the time. Why am I pretending that I like this band when I really don't? Why am I saying I love this movie? I don't like this movie. Why am I saying I want to go here? I don't want to go to this place where I'm not going to have fun. I want to be 
around people that, you know, like me for who I am and not what I try to be. Right. And I think some of that is also intentionally liking people for who they are, not who you want them to be. Right. Right. I think that one of the big things we can do, like to make the world more like camp is to be that example for people in the world. Like when I see people, I'm like, well, I'm not going to judge you by what you look like. I'm going to find out who you are. Like, it's such a little thing. Yeah. But I think it really does because, you know, it's uh, as as our friend Rachel Platten said in Fight Song, I'm one match, but I can start an explosion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Wise words. Very wise words. I should check that song out. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard it. Yo, you've, yeah, I, listen, I, I, check it out. Look it up. It's on YouTube, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah. Um, what, what from camp – you mentioned that you're working in a high school. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things from camp have you been able to take with you back to that job? Um, just keeping energy going. Mm. Um, if you, I mean, I've been working as a substitute, so I'm – working with kids who I, some of them I've met briefly in other classes I've substituted for them for, but like overall I don't like know these kids or what right. they're interested in or what, you know, what makes them tick or anything. So I'm coming in kind of as this, just like, who are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a completely like, it's a blank slate, tabula rasa, whatever you want to call it, Ooh. moment where kids walk in, they see me, they're like, this could go in an infinite number of directions. Yes, oh, absolutely. Um, but anything I can do to make that first 30 seconds of class start off on the right foot by being positive, by saying, like, how's everyone's day going? I like to do check-ins with the students, just kind of get a feel for how they are. Um, and just keeping that positivity going because, I mean, unfortunately the reality is that not every kid wants to be in school all the time, and that's, yeah. like, totally understandable. But the easy the the more we can do for them to make sure they're comfortable and that they're not only being encouraged to learn, but encouraging themselves to learn um, is really what I'm going for as a teacher. Well, I've also it, done wows in the classroom before, which is a really good thing. It's awesome, right? We're doing wows on the podcast. Do you want to wow anybody right now? Top of your head. You want to shout, shout anybody out? Oh, man. Um, there's so many people I could wow. You mean like camp people or like just you wow anybody you want? Anybody? Anybody. Um, yeah, I'd like to – I want to wow the, the school librarian of the school I've been working in for just being really nice and giving me um, resources to look into, like, computer programming and sound engineering, things that I'm interested in, to hopefully, like, do workshops and activities with the students with that. So that's been really cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. It's Wow to you and everyone at Gold Arrow for doing this podcast. I love it. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Super cool. I think I think it's super cool too. I think um, I think you hit on something there when you talk about like just checking in with students. Like it's simply asking somebody how their day was mm-hmm. and actually listening, which is something right. we do. So it's not even I don't even think about it at camp. That's just obviously I ask you how you're doing and I listen to your answer because that's yeah. what a kind person does. And then we get out in the busyness of the real world and we don't do it. I think that's such a simple thing that makes somebody feel so valued. Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of thing that makes them all look up from their screens, which is how yes. I know I'm doing a good job if I see <laughs> go from, like, down in the phones to up and, like, oh. Right. Oh, we're going to have a conversation. Interested. Right? Um, <laughs> a last question before we get to the speed round here. Um, you spend a lot of time on stage at camp. You didn't really mention it, but 
you host Morning Assembly and uh, you're kind of the AV guy at Big Campfire and, and you're on Poetry Corner and you do a lot of these kinds of things. A lot of people have varying levels of anxiety about being on stage from either nervous mm-hmm. to terror. Um, do you have any advice for how people can deal with stage fright? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been performing and doing stuff on stage and backstage for like over 10 years now. Um, and it's something I enjoy, like doing morning assembly with, with swag and everybody every morning was the highlight of my day. It's just so much fun. Um, but stage fright still happens. I mean, you get that feeling in your stomach, like what if I, what if something goes wrong? And I mean, I'm the type of person that just thinks to all sorts of like crazy scenarios. Like what if I fall down and hurt myself and I have to get wheeled off and the thing doesn't happen. Um, but I'd say to anybody who's like me and thinks that way or just is kind of hesitant to get on stage, just um, it's totally normal to feel like that. Even professional actors, I've seen interviews with professionals who are on Broadway that still kind of get the jitters before they go on stage. But once you're out there and once you're in front of people and they're interested in what you're doing and you're interested in seeing how they react to you, then that's when you can kind of let go and say, hey, whatever happens, happens. Um, I'm here to sing this song or I'm here to tell this joke or do this dance, whatever it may be. It's what I'm here to do. I'm going to do it. If they like it, great. If not, at least I did it and I get to do it again, hopefully, and maybe improve. Yeah, I think uh, it helps to think about um, kind of being on stage the same way we think about doing other activities. Like people act as though stage fright is different from the fright you have before you go up on the high ropes course or before you get in the water behind a boat. It's the same exact thing happening. We just need to treat being on stage the same way we would treat being behind the boat. It's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, the discomfort is worth it for what we get out of it. Right. Yeah. We saw it every day um, doing the gacting program and yeah. seeing people do the gacting program and working with gacting. This year, you see kids go in that are super nervous to play these theater games and nervous to kind of get in front of their, even if it's their small cabin, really nervous to try that new thing mm-hmm. or, um, you know, make themselves vulnerable and like putting themselves out there. But then by the end of the, the hour and a half, hour and 15 minute session, then they're like a totally different person. They've yeah. loosened up their, they've kind of accepted just what the activity is and what they're doing and just totally, a lot of the times they just love to make themselves and each other laugh at the end, which is really the best thing we can ask for. I, um, I agree. The more laughter, the better. <laughs> oh yeah, 100%. All right, uh, we're, we're close on time here, so we're just going to go right to the speed round. Five questions we ask every single person who comes on the podcast. Five things. Here they, <laughs> it, it is much like five things, only we get to uh, not sing the song, which is maybe unfortunate. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll record it. We'll throw it in there. Um, all right, Sandwich, what is your okay. favorite repeat after me song? My favorite repeat after me song has got to be I Get Loose. Oh, I Get Funky. <laughs> get your body moving. It starts. I can give another wow to my friend Ian for introducing that song to me because it, it, it changed my life and I think the lives of many. I, I do not favorite. think that is an overstatement. I think it has uh, – I know for a fact Delta is uh, doing some student teaching in a first-grade classroom and I know she uses it every day. That makes me so happy. <laughs> it, it made me happy. She's like, I used I Get Loose. I was like, did it work? They're like, they loved it. I was like, oh, that's so good. That's awesome. Uh, favorite item on the salad bar? Favorite item on the salad bar? That's tough. I love cucumbers. Oh. Love cucumbers. Yes. 
if I could eat nothing but cucumbers for the entirety of camp, I'd probably be a little sad, but still, I love cucumbers. <laughs> if you had to pick just one thing, it would be cucumbers. Uh, yeah. What is your favorite chapstick flavor? My favorite chapstick flavor? Um, you know, I've tried them all. I've studied. I've thought long and hard. Uh, but the answer to me is clearly the only chapstick flavor that has inspired its own musical group. Ah, yes. The one, the only Monkey's Mountain Mint. It, it was a super group. It was incredible. Uh, they only, one Sorry. show, but it was all they needed. Yeah. Uh, mallows or popcorn? Mallows. Yeah. Uh, and finally, last question of the podcast. Sandwich, tell the people at home, what is your real name? My real name oh, is... Oh, I'm so sorry, Sandwich. We're out of time on the podcast. We'll have to get your oh, real name no. the next time we catch up with you. All right. We'll do. All right. Thanks for, ca- thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, I agree. Joke of the cast. 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 So a math teacher is looking at two parallel lines, and he looks very sad. And a student comes up to him and he says, sir, why do you seem so sad? And the math teacher looks at the two parallel lines, and he says, it's, it's just so depressing. They have so much in common, and they're never going to meet. And now... Time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. This week's Gaxpiration comes from Katrina Mayer. Please don't hide your inner awesome. The world needs it. And yet again, that brings us to the end of the podcast. I want to thank Crokey for the haiku and Sunshine for the Gaxpiration. I want to thank Sandwich for what was really an amazing interview. I really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. I want to thank you for listening. A reminder that you can always send us wows, wow at goldarrowcamp.com, or on Twitter or Instagram, hashtag us, hashtag GACWOW, and we'll read those on the air. And a reminder, we're trying to be 1% more positive. More positive thoughts, more positive words, more positive world. This is the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast. I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.